Hi, welcome to the Holton Baptist Church podcast. We are really glad that you have joined us and we pray that the message you're about to hear will really bless you, encourage you and help you to encounter God afresh for yourself. Great to have you with us. Enjoy. This is Genesis 28 to 10 through 22. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven. And angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you, and I will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sue is going to come up and share with us this morning, and just as she does, let's pray for her. Lord God, thank you for your servant Sue, for her joy and delight in you, for her willingness to serve you. Pray that you would anoint her again with your spirit this morning, that everything she says will be of you and will sink deeply into our hearts and our minds. Lord, bless your servant. Lift her. Keep her with you, and may we have ears that are open to hear and hearts willing to be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you didn't want me, that's tough, I'm here. So the reading that we've just had this morning in Genesis 28 recounts quite an unusual night in the life of Jacob, doesn't it? So I just want to put it in a little bit of context. Jacob is the grandson of Abraham and he's the son of Isaac and of Rebekah and he's got a twin brother called Esau and many of you will remember that. And I always get all those names muddled up. So that's where we're starting. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and Esau. Now, 
Previously, Jacob had deceived his father Isaac by impersonating his twin brother, and he had tricked him into giving him the family birthright. And in doing so, all the power from that great family, all the wealth, all the honour was passed to Jacob instead of going to Esau. And unsurprisingly, Jacob and Esau fell out with each other. (laughs) And they fell out so, so bad that Esau said he's going to kill Jacob. He threatened to kill him. So what did Jacob do? He legged it. (laughs) He ran away and he wants to get out of the way until Esau calms down and maybe he could then go back and sort things out. So we pick up the story that um, Simon's just read, where Jacob leaves um, Beersheba, where he's living, and he's going on his way, on his journey, to stay with his uncle for a time. And like many of us who've been on long journeys, sometimes it takes longer than a day. So it gets dark, he settles down, decides to sleep, just in an ordinary place, uses a stone for a pillow. I'm not sure that was really very comfortable and decides that when he wakes up the next morning, he'll carry on and continue on his journey. Last week, Simon introduced to us our new series, um, Frontline Sunday, and he spoke about how we need to be living as authentic Christians, authentic disciples of Jesus. And if you remember, he encouraged us not to fall in the trap of car compartmental in our lives of of having sacred the sacred part of our life in one box and the secular part of our life in another and he really challenged us didn't he to be authentic people authentic believers and to um, be followers of Jesus 24 7 and not just for those small moments in the week when we gather together like on a Sunday in church So, where does this account from Genesis really fit into that series about Frontline Sundays? It's quite simple, really, and I am going to keep it really, really simple. If we peel back everything else that's going on in that story, if we peel back all the stuff, God meets with Jacob. God meets with Jacob. If we take away the conflict, if we take away the fear, if we take away the escape, the amazing dream, that soap opera of a drama that's going on in this family that's central to the Old Testament of the Bible, God meets with Jacob in an ordinary normal place. Jacob had just stopped overnight and he was going to sleep. Nowhere special, but God met with him there. Jacob encounters God. And throughout the Bible, this is repeated time and time again, if we think about it. God met with Moses at the burning bush But that wasn't a sacred place. Moses 
was being a shepherd. He was looking after the sheep. He was just out there doing his job. God met with Elijah when Elijah was sitting at, the ca- at an entrance of a cave and God spoke to him in a whisper. Jesus met with Zacchaeus and Zacchaeus was just, walk- just in the street and Jesus was just walking by. It was nowhere special. Jesus met with the Samaritan woman when she was doing a really mundane, everyday task. Every day, she left her house, went to the well, drew the water from the well, took it home to use. Day after day after day. It's a bit like doing the washing up at home, isn't it? That's what she was doing. But Jesus met her when she was in that mundane, normal, everyday place. Most of the encounters that we read about in the Bible between God or Jesus are with folk who are going about their normal business. They're in their normal, everyday places. And God is at work with them in those normal, everyday places. And I want to suggest this morning that sometimes... Our expectations of meeting with God are a little bit out of kilter with what we read in the Bible. And I'm speaking for myself here. I expect to meet with God on a Sunday morning here. I come to church, I expect to meet with God here. This is my holy place. And I expect to meet with God and encounter God when I'm reading his word in the week. And I expect to meet with God and encounter God when I'm praying in the week. I expect to meet him when I'm in my holy places. So I have to question myself and I question you. What about our ordinary places? What about our everyday places? Are we expecting to meet God in those places? And are we expecting God to be doing something in those places? For Jacob... This very ordinary stopping off place where he chose to spend the night became absolutely extraordinary and it was a pivotal point in his life. And the dream he had of that stairway from heaven to earth, it became a touching point, didn't it, between heaven and earth. Jacob became aware of God's presence in that place as he saw that stairway coming from heaven to earth. And he commented, and you saw the verse at the end of the film, surely the Lord is in this place, but I was not aware of it. Surely the Lord is in this place, but I was not aware of it. Jacob became aware that God was choosing to interact with him and he was in an ordinary, everyday place. But at that moment, in that place, God spoke to him. God reassured him. God directed him. God promised to give him unimaginable blessings and God committed to be with him. And when we talk about our front lines as we go through this series, 
that's exactly what we mean. It's the ordinary and the everyday places where we become aware that God is interacting with us and with other people in those places. And these places become touching points between heaven and earth. In the film that we just watched a moment ago, this frontline place for the plumber was the home that he was going into where he was going to do his work, where he was going to mend the bath or whatever was going wrong. For that grandmother, her frontline place was the front room where she was looking after her grandchild. For the businesswoman going to work, her front line was her office, where she goes every day. And for the football coach, his frontline place was the football pitch, where he went on a Saturday morning to volunteer as a football coach. When we go to these ordinary places, the places we go to every day, if we go in the name of Jesus... These places become a touching point between heaven and earth. And they become our front lines. And I can hear some of you thinking, oh no, I haven't got a front line. Well, we do. Every one of us has got a front line. Whether you're out of the house all the time, all the day, or if you're in your own house a lot of the time. We've all got front lines. We don't have to go looking for new ones. We don't have to create new ones. They're already there. We've just got to work out where they are. And as you think, these places, they're the normal place that you're going to be in tomorrow morning. And they're the normal place that you're going to be in on Thursday afternoon. And they're the normal place that you're going to be on Friday evening, whatever you're doing then. Those places where you're going to be, they are your front lines. But like Jacob, we need to start seeing these places with fresh eyes. We need to start looking at them differently and we need to come to realise that surely the Lord is in those places. It's just we haven't realised it yet. We need to become more aware. And in a moment, Simon's going to help us to start thinking about where our own frontline places are. And scattered around the church, you'll find these postcards. It's very obvious. There's one on every chair. You're welcome to take more if you need more than one. And as you start to identify where your frontline places are, what I'd like you to do is start writing them on the back of this card. And also on the back of the card, there's some questions. Only if, they, if you find those helpful, you can go through those questions and maybe they'll help you think a little bit deeper about your frontline places. Last week, as Simon ended the service, um, 
he led you through a response to what he'd said. And if you remember, he got you all to turn round and you looked at the back doors where you were going to be leaving um, just a few minutes later. And as you prepared to walk out of those back doors, back out into your normal everyday life, he challenged you to respond to what he had said and what you had heard by saying, here I am, Lord, send me. And if you remember in the film earlier, the plumber and the grandmother and the businesswoman and the football coach were all showing going out their front doors, out of their homes, out to their frontline places. So what I want you to do, and I really encourage you to do this, once you've identified your frontline places, write them on the back of the card if you want to, and I want to encourage you to stick this on the inside of your front door. So every time you go out your front door, you'll see it. And every time you open your front door and invite someone into your home, you'll see it. And as you see it, I want you to think, where am I going? What front line am I going to now? Who's coming into my home? What frontline situation am I having in my home now? I really, really want to challenge you to start seeing these ordinary, everyday places that you're in every day, day in, day out, to see them as extraordinary opportunities to see heaven touching earth. And I want to encourage you to be so much more aware of these places, the places you go, your front line, and consider what the Lord is doing already in that place and maybe what he might want to be doing, maybe using you, maybe using other people in that place. And let's see what extraordinary things might happen in your frontline places. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Holton Baptist Church podcast. We'd love to keep in touch with you, so do reach out to us. You'll be able to find us at our website. That's www.holtonbaptists.org.uk. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram if you search for at Holton Baptists. And we hope that you will join us again next time as we share the word of God and the love of Jesus Christ with you. God bless. God bless.